Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Growth Mind State. I'm Anthony Thompson, and this is Robert. How you doing, Robert? Say hello, How's everybody. I'm good. How are oh, you? It's important to say, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New that's, Year to you as well. <laughs> happy yes. New Year. Super happy. You know, it's a great, it's, uh, great, great to try see to... 2021. <laughs> you know, hopefully exactly. change. Hopefully a big change. Um, I'm going to go first off and ask you how how your holiday was, you know? How was, was the, the week? It was great. Um, aside from, on um, what is it? Christmas, I spent time with my mother and my sister and everybody, and then... Uh, we came back, you know, it's just cross over the, you know, to New York. I, I'm in Jersey, so it wasn't a big trip or anything like that. I usually go over there to help them anyway, so it's not like, you know, I'm hopefully I'm not adding to the contagion or whatever, you know. But um, we're good. We just It was just amongst us. And um, we had my, my, Teresa made my mom dinner, which was great. Uh, and we had a great time. And then we came back. And spent we slept over, and then we came back the next morning and spent the rest of the time, you know, New Year's Day here with uh, Teresa's family and everything. And then uh, New Year's, just kept it simple and just uh, kept it here. You know, we had a couple of drinks, had some food, and celebrated, you know. Hopefully this is a, a new beginning. I'm hoping that <laughs> at the end of the day that this is a new beginning. You know, I, I'm not going to deny the fact that I was a little down. You know, the holidays always get me a little bit down, but... I can't complain. You know, it was it was a great experience because you know family and everything. You know, so I can't complain. How was yours? Ah, uh, it was okay. It was quiet. Um, my family came by and dropped off some stuff for from from Christmas on the twenty sixth, and uh, from there, it, it, it we're we're very much like in the everybody has been either working or. Um, has been working in a important field so they can't see each other so i've we very much had to keep ourselves separate from each other so like this was the first time i've hugged my mom since wow march february maybe february of last year near her birthday i think i hugged her on her birthday last year and that was last like so that's just a context like we've been and that that's almost maybe too much context because unfortunately um though I know this can't, this is not how it works, but my aunt has uh, COVID and just was diagnosed with COVID uh, mm. yesterday, two days ago, two days ago. So, um, I mean, my, my dad is feeling sick, though he doesn't have the same symptoms. So hopefully it's just the flu. Um, it's just one, of, just one of those things where like, we're in, they're in high impact fields. They're, one is in engineering and one is in uh, hospital works. So, yeah. uh, they're just in high impact zones, and my brother is in in uh, therapy for uh, in college, so he's in some contact with people. Yeah, it's all so all it's just interesting because yeah, it's all over the yeah. place. I'm hearing a lot of people. I spoke to somebody today who said um, they recently contracted it, and I was like, wow, you know what I mean? Like it's like a lot of people, and some people are getting very little symptoms. Thank God, you know, a lot of them are getting very very mild symptoms. Uh, I know uh, somebody who's a, a, a family, not my family, but a, a family's extended family type of situation where um, they're in a situation right now where the person's not doing too well and they're having, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Not side effects, what's the word? Um, complications, you know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. With some of the stuff, you know, it's starting to attack different organs and stuff, which is sad, you know, the... I don't know. It, it, I just hope it gets better this year, man. Like it's not over yet. It's not totally over, 
But you know, and in and in in what is it? Uh, Seventeen days. Hopefully, you know, we'll at least be one president down and a new president in. You know what I mean? That's what I'm looking forward to. I mean, that's interesting because we should be, I wish that we had the information to talk about how Israel is doing really well with the vaccination, but we're not doing well with our rollout. Um, I've seen a lot of really good opinions, at least, uh, especially from medical professionals, actually, who are saying that, like, basically this rollout could be on a much larger scale. It's just not being presented that way. Um, I th- I think that's a bit of like um Trump is not going to do anything while for the next 20 days. Um a mix of that and a mix of he doesn't want to be the one faulted for it. So no matter what, he's just going to wait it out until Biden is in office so that Biden can he's screw it up or do it well. Yeah. He's promoting for his next um election or whatever it is. He wants his image yeah. to be clean when he leaves. Even yep. though he's doing some random stuff now, uh, with the um, election saying that it's still fraud and everything, this guy's won't let it go, man. That guy's crazy. Um, I mean, we but, you know. we kind of talked about it a little bit off off camera before about how <laughs> how those eleven senators who are going against the electoral college is an insane ploy, and that we 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 almost didn't we just didn't want to really cover it because it's just a ploy. It's not even um, a lane for them to really win. Like, yeah. yep. basically saying that elector electors will be dis- disenfranchised is the worst idea I've ever heard. I've just never heard like somebody give a better like they want you to recount all these votes and put a halt on the transition. So like that's not how it worked when Bush and Al Gore happened. So if we have to give a precedent to something, we have to give the precedent to, to what occurred. <laughs> and the, yeah. it, it never would happen that way if it was a Republican. I feel like, and obviously they're preying on the fact that the Democrats are not strong enough to have that kind of ploy. They're not willing to, trans, to come together and do that kind of, I mean, it's chicanery. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's Basically. no other way around it. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. It's uh, it's just I don't know. I just want it over with, man. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm 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 done with all that crap already. It's it's gotten to the point where, you know, it's getting old. It's getting played out. Uh, let's move forward, you know. But I can't control what these people do. They still have power, you know, for now. But whatever. It is what it is. New Year's, right? Let's let's be positive. Like I said. A lot of people are down about things. I've had a couple of blessings. I got a, a you know, my sister's um, adopted child, you know, came this year. You know, there's a lot of things that, that were blessings that, you know, I'm not going to look back at. You know, even 2020 wasn't, it was bad, but, you know, you got to look at the blessings. Look, we started a show during 2020, maybe, you know, like, the, <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be positive about it. I'm not going to let this crap, you know, get to me at this point. We, we got a good thing going and, um, you know, Hopefully we can help other people feel the same way. It, all this stuff is but just like brainwashing. And you know what I mean? Like I think at the end of the day, this I, let me just finish this quick point. Um, at the end of the day, I think all this stuff is meant to discourage people to having their own uh, thoughts and, and, and positive moments in their lives so that they can't move forward. This is crippling people. You know what I mean? And I think that if we could show people that 
it's all about the person's actions and how they handle situations that we can maybe help them move forward and help ourselves move forward, you know, at the end of the day, you know, and I, I think we're going to be okay. I, I, you know, as long as we don't start a, another world war or some crazy stuff, I think we're going to be okay, you know. You know, who knows what this dude? We still got seventeen well, days. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not worried about. Let's. <laughs> this is a great transition point because I'm not worried about seventeen days from now. I'm actually worried about the Biden administration. Um, but but it's mostly to remind people that what we just signed is not a human services bill. It's a defense bill. That's what I just wanted to transition to. What we just signed is a defense bill. It's not a human services bill. It's just wrapped up in a whole bunch of other tape. So I think it's just really important to, I mean, I, I we didn't even go into the breakdown of this, but let's transition to the U.S. Senate overrides Trump's defense of the bill veto, uh, which is important. It's, it's not like this defense bill should not occur. Um, it's relatively important to understand that this happens every year for the last 60 years or so. So him holding this, the bill up is a, just a matter of getting what you want out of the bill. So I am 100% with the people who want $2,000 per person. I am specifically very much advocating for that. And I have no idea why it did not pass other than, honestly, the investment class telling people, no, you'll inflate our budgets. You'll make it so that our value is not as high. And therefore, doing this will not help us. So don't do it. Just extend the relief from the PPE, the PPP, and your unemployment and benefits. And that's the only thing you need to do. Um, I think Trump knows, understands populism. Trump yeah. understands populism and wanted to go for that, and knew that that would be effective in getting people out in Georgia. That's so what Obama did too. Uh, Obama and all these. They use like uh, a lot of progressive thoughts and ideas and they try to put it in their campaign or whatever they want to spew out there and it helps them get popularity, but then later, later on they renege on it. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like personally with this whole uh, uh, $2,000 that he offered was for his own benefit at the end of the day and that he's not, uh, I don't think he would have really, I mean, he might've stuck to it at the end of the day, but it seems like, yeah. you know, I, who knows, right? Like I, I think you know, he ended up signing off for the nine. Was it nine hundred billion or whatever it was that they they had mm -hmm. for the the six hundred dollars a week, uh, six hundred dollar payments. I mean, which means like he actually gave in at that point, right? So th was he really going to do the two thousand, even though they say that you know I'm still down for it, and he didn't really like you know like uh, yell and scream when they didn't do it, right? And now the Republicans are against it. He kind of knew the Republicans were going to be against it, you know, in my mind. So I think that it's not going to go any further than what it is right now, at least for now. You know what I mean? Maybe when Biden comes in, it might change, but talk is cheap. No, man. I don't. <laughs> no, I only see, I, I see a new bill maybe coming up at 1200 maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't see another, two, maybe 2000 becomes the price point, which is mm -hmm. would be good. Um, I don't see that. Mitch McConnell, look, like I have to give it to the fact that without winning Georgia or splitting Georgia, mm -hmm. um, the the Republican Senate is never going to pass anything that is going to be progressive or like paying out to people. Um, you could actually even say that it's a liberal idea to pay people uh, for their time out. Um, 
actually, we if we get to it at some point, uh, I'd, let me just talk about it specifically. On January 1st, the Senate votes to limit debate on the vote of the defense bill. Uh, the the U.S. Senate 60 votes were needed, and they they got 60 votes. They got an 81 to 13 vote. Um, actually, the only senators to really noticeably uh, go against it were Biden. Uh, sorry, Bernie Sanders and Cory Booker. Mm. Wow! Just gonna throw that out there. Jersey zone. <laughs> Cory Booker actually went against it. Man. Didn't see that one coming. Um, so yeah, let's. Let's give it up to the troll, uh, Mitch McConnell. Let's go to that first video. Okay, you want to go to the first video? Gotcha. Yeah. But last night, a big bipartisan majority of 80 senators voted to proceed. There should be nothing controversial about giving our brave men and women in uniform the tools and training they need to stay safe. There should be nothing controversial about continuing the work of rebuilding and modernizing our capabilities. It should be a nonpartisan proposition that America should keep pace with Russia and China rather than slip behind. We've enacted an annual NDAA for 59 straight years and counting. In the next few days, the easy way or the hard way, we're going to do our job once again. This body will fulfill our responsibility to the men and women who protect our country. So the Senate will be here until we finish this bipartisan legislation. So the m- real point here is that it is a bipartisan defense bill legislation. And I just like just want to make it clear to everybody if they don't see it, like they are kind of gaslighting you with, if you don't pass this, he's gaslighting everybody on every, like on every end. But he's like, if you don't do what I say, we'll kill everyone because, you know, we already are in, in so many wars. You're going to kill everybody because of it. So you better give us money right now. You better just do it now. And this is a bipartisan effort. We're all friends here. And I just hate to tell you that this is the war machine. Like, it's yep. unfortunately the war machine. And I don't see this changing. This is, um, we wanted to title this, What Will Change and What Will Not Change in 2021, for the specific reason that, yes, this is a positive. We, we wanted it, I mean, if we didn't get $600, there's a lot of people who would just be starving. Um, they still are. <laughs> but we, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like $600, I saw a thing on, um, uh, just a quick funny joke. It's not even a joke. But um, I saw a meme with like a Walmart thing. Oh, you guys are getting $600. And then they had the prices of all the TVs at like $599, $550. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff as a joke because people are going to either spend the money frivolously not thinking or that, you know, at the end of the day, it's just not going to last. It's just like something you could buy something small with. And I had to laugh at that, you know, as, as sad as it is, $600 is nothing, bro. Like, like we spend that like every two weeks at minimal on food in this house, you know what I mean? Like because of the fact that we have such a big family here. So, so I'm not saying I'm not, we're not grateful for that money came in, but that really doesn't amount to much at the end of the day. Like that could be spent in a week and you know, what, what is it? Nine months. It's been nine months since they gave us any payments. You know, yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's gone. Yeah. Somebody made a, somebody made a compelling argument that I actually agree with. So I'll just state it. So we need to organize outside the white house says a uh, mischievous raccoon. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so saying that and all to take take the L dance when Trump is leaving. So basically, yeah, we're we're I think we're all in actually agreement here. We yeah. do believe uh, in organizing outside the the executive branch and the uh, the legislature right now to try to find a way to help people. Um, unfortunately, I think we have the knowledge that the federal government is supposed to be assisting us at this point. They should have been doing it already. So we're we're fighting a we're we know we're fighting an uphill battle. We're just trying to keep people talking about it because I think there's a malaise that's going to happen when we get Biden in office. Um, I, like I said, I just said it's a defense bill. It's not, it's not a bill for health and services. And we need to think about what we're going to do about this vaccine. What are we, how are we going to get it to people? Um, I think that's a much more entrenched problem. And it sucks that we can't get standalone bills. We we have to acknowledge that we're not getting standalone bills. So I just want to talk about it on every angle because you're completely correct. We should be organizing and finding ways to help each other outside of there. And I, there's a lot of good churches. Yeah. There's a lot of political organizations right now, especially in my in New York City. I don't know about Newark. I was should ask me ask about Newark. Driven. We're gonna like I said, I'm gonna bring in some people soon that we had spoken about about the stuff going out here in Jersey and in Newark. The other thing I was gonna, you know, of course, community-driven stuff. I think at the end of the year, like like one year of, of Biden's thing, I think people are gonna start really realizing, like they think that Trump is gone. A lot of people think that since Trump is gone, everything's gonna get better all of a sudden or whatever. And unless Biden does something in his first year that's significant, some significant, right? Um, they're gonna realize we're all gonna have to work together to get through this because. Uh, <laughs> I really don't think much is going to change. I think we're going to have some stability in regards to like more educated people working on the process of making it better. But at the same time, like you had, you know, the war machine, like you said, and all the other stuff is still going to be there. The whole um, corporatist mentality that that they have is still going to be there. Um, You know, the what is it? The Senate is is close to being lost. Hopefully, it won't be. Um, But you know. We'll see how it we'll turns know out. Soon. The judges, yeah, you know, it all depends. And like I said, the first year is going to be a defining year because if they, if people don't see huge change in that first year, people are going to be pissed, and 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 they're going to want to either do stuff with the community, or there's going to be hell hell a lot of protesters and stuff in the streets. I think, um, fighting to get whatever it is that they need. Uh, you know, the, the Medicare for all stuff is a big thing. You know, that fight for um. For, force the it? vote. Force the vote, right? Um, force, you know that, force that, the that's vote. a big thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I, it's just interesting because we should talk about this, but I, I wanted to talk about it with more people. So Daniel might be a good person to talk about. So mm-hmm. on Wednesday, our guest will be Daniel, who's a, a cook and etc. He's done multiple jobs, but is a cook is what he's doing now. So I feel like he has a lot of, like, very class arguments kind of ways of thinking of the world. So that'll be fun to talk to you about. Um, just in general, th- this person has a really great point that our country shouldn't, we should have term limits of age too. Mm-hmm. Um, because our pr- this president doesn't have the incentive of a two-term president. I think that's what they're trying to say. Yeah, people are also clueless. Like these old fogies, I don't mean to insult all of them because some of them have good hearts. A lot of them are just old fogies that don't have any idea what technology is capable of, the purpose of the technology that's out, why people are using it the way they are, and so on and so forth. So they don't see, like, you know, they make opinions, 
without actually having any idea of like the consequences of those opinions you know like oh facebook does this and and spies on you yeah everybody does you know like if you look at they don't know a lot of stuff and if you have younger minds more people that that are kind of like um on the level of what's going on in, in the now you know what i mean i think we would have better results in, in regards to things we also need some obviously legacy people that know um i guess legacy might be a good word for it um that might know how to deal with things historically you know what i mean but we also need fresh eyes you know what i mean we need the fresh eyes in there and the fresh ears and the people that are kind of like more open-minded to other things you know and and right now we got like some closed-minded like old mean grumpy old people you know going on the verge of like I don't want to say I don't want to say death because I, I don't want any anything well, to happen. But no, 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 no. So but here old, we go. We like should go to eighties and nineties. <laughs> going in there, eighties and nineties. No, seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but you know, what I mean, it feels like it. Like the stuff that they say, it sounds like like I'm talking to my grandmother or grandfather, you know, and asking their advice about a computer or something. You know what I mean? It's like they don't, they don't, they can't grasp it. They don't understand the the movements and the struggles that a lot of young people are going through right now. And it, it's, it's yeah. It's I mean, it, literally, the, the average age is fifty-seven point eight, and which yeah. which why I just wanted to show, throw us off to Chuck Schumer because because um, this is just the mindset. I just want to make sure people see that we're trying to talk about this as progressives, as this is a bipartisan effort to just make the middle of the road deal. Um, and I know that we, most of us, most of us are smart enough to know that. The progressives or the left kind of want that $2,000 because it's a good PR. And we, we need 2000 for multiple months, basically. And we need to start doing the rating at a little bit lower. And we, we should have that t- argument, but we're not even having that health argument. We're having it added to a defense bill just to force it through. So I, I just, yeah, let's throw it to Chuck Schumer. It's the only way to get the American people the $2,000 checks they need and deserve. The House is gone for the session. Any modification or addition to the House bill can't become law. Either the Senate takes up and passes the House bill, or struggling Americans will not get $2,000 checks during the worst economic crisis since the Great Depression. And Leader McConnell knows this. So he has said that the Senate can only vote on a bill that combines the checks with other unrelated partisan policies. Repeal Section 230, an investigation into the president's dishonest and bogus claims of election fraud. The Republican leader claims that President Trump insists that all three issues must be addressed in one bill. But of course, the president has made no such demand. President Trump couldn't care less about how the bills are packaged in Congress. So the Republican leader has invented an excuse to prevent a clean up or down yes or no vote on $2,000 checks coming to the floor. This maneuver to combine all three issues is intended to kill the possibility of $2,000 checks ever becoming law. Just to prove it, let me make this offer to the Republican majority. We're willing to vote on the other issues that President Trump mentioned. All the issues the Republican leader says must be addressed as so long as we vote on them separately. That way, $2,000 checks could become law, and we could debate all the president's supposed concerns. We can vote on setting up a commission to look at the president's roundly rejected claims of voter fraud. We'd also have the commission look at voter suppression and gerrymandering. 
That's completely unrelated to help Americans paying their bills. But we're willing to take a look at the whole picture. Just give us a vote on the House passed bill so we can get help now to people who desperately need it. Just the showboating, just how much showboating is happening there. Um, that's actually, I, I, I hate to say there's somebody that's in the, the Twitch chat right now. So it's very interesting that they're talking about the basis of every go- government should be actively improving the conditions of its citizens. And also that it's stupid that we have to call ourselves progressives. So in a way, I, I agree with you. It's stupid that we've had to call this line here where we have to call ourselves progressives. But it's in a classic history of what progressives were to the 1900s and us trying to identify ourselves amongst us. So I think that's un- an unfortunate, um, that's just an unfortunate part of politics uh, is that you have to, you make groups amongst yourselves. It's sociology. It's um, trying to identify who is thinking in the same groups as you are, not to push them away, but more off to find who you can build with. Because it would be impossible to build with some of the people that I know that are from the South um, who have very contrary, I wouldn't, I would just call them conservative views. Um, I would say that every little view is different. Um, every, they're not a hardliner, but yeah, I wouldn't be able to build the same contingents. Um, and I think it's just important to understand that this is like, being called black, <laughs> um, being black is multiple things. Um, I'm not just black. I'm Jamaican. I'm a firstborn Jamaican from who was raised in New York and New Jersey. It doesn't, you know, like that's going to be, if it's a Southern, you know, if it's a Southern black person, we're going to have a, we're, we're going to have weird conversations. There's some, some stuff that culturally we have no identification with. And I, I find the same thing with progressives as people who identify themselves as progressives. Um, I would even say that I'm more of a socialist. Uh, I think Robert is, uh, I don't know, what would you, I, I you ask know, you instead of I, well, I, 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 lay, I usually lay, label myself as a democratic socialist. So I, I guess I'm, you know, maybe not as far left as, as you know, because I believe in certain things. Um, not far right, obviously, but <coughs> excuse me. Um, but um, I gotta hit the mute button next time. Um, but <laughs> I believe that everybody deserves a certain playing uh, level playing field before you know um, that you can start criticizing people. Like until until everybody's on a certain level where we can all start somewhere. We all have proper education, proper healthcare, proper um, you know. You know, a way, a system that'll allow them to to blossom into something. It doesn't have to be, I'm gonna, we're all gonna be millionaires. You know what I mean? It has to be something where it's, at least the standard of living is there, so that they can do something. Because if you if you put somebody in, in in a situation, throw them in the projects or throw them in an area where there's low income, a lot of crime, a lot of, what do you think's gonna happen? It's not gonna get better. Things aren't gonna get better for those people, and they're gonna keep. Um, creating generations upon generations of that, you know what I mean? Which is, which in my mind doesn't help anything. Doesn't help the rich. Doesn't help the poor. Doesn't help the middle class. At the end of the day, there's got to be a certain baseline for everybody, and and it takes social programs, I believe, for that to happen. Um, and of course, you know, you got people that will disagree with me, but in a perfect world, I feel like we would all be humans, right? We'd all be humans. We'd all respect each other's. We'd all respect each other's culture. 
we would all help each other. We'd all be community driven. You know, that's what Jesus is supposedly right. Even though, even though a lot of these um, corporate, not corporate, um, conservatives claim to believe in, in in God and everything else, that's what Jesus would have done. He would want everybody to be taken care of for everybody to help each other. You know what I mean? And yet, which is which is see, why we focus so much on the damn federal government is because yeah, yeah. these are the larger forms of that. Like yeah. I, as much as we want to organize outside of this, like. Yeah. You have to understand what your enemy is, and sometimes you're you're what is the system you're within. Yep. So you're almost fighting within a system. Yep. I I I believe um at the end of the day, every oh, I can't say everybody has good intentions, but the decent people out there, the quote unquote decent people, I think they all want a lot of the same thing, whether they're on the left, the right, center, whatever. You know what I mean? But because their base has made them believe things, or the media has made them believe certain things. Auto- automatically is bad. Oh, communism is bad, or this is bad. There's, there's, there's certain things in every system that could be applied that could be, you know, it, it's all about taking things, adapting, molding it into something that helps other people at the end of the day. If you could create a, a, a capitalistic system that can help people, I got nothing against it. But from what I've seen in a lot of capitalism, it's like greed ends up taking over a lot of people's, um, you know, uh, thinking processes and how they do business and their intentions. And it screws people over. The reason why I, I, I lean left is because, in theory, they, their their base is 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 to help people. You know, grassroots, community driven. You know, I don't see that with with, with you know uh, on the other side. I see, take you know, fix your bootstraps or do this or do that and blah 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 blah. And at, at the end of the day, it it it, it doesn't seem to be doing. Talk telling people you should be doing this. It's not effective. Helping people. Uh, do something, getting them in a position where they can start doing things for themselves is a lot better. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say give them everything, but I'm trying to say push them in a direction. Give them a shove. Give them a little push. Help them find those 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 resources that allow them to 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 not be that criminal on the street that you're so worried about and that you need the quote unquote cops to protect you from. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. So- Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm getting so, no, wild. Because I'm getting wild. No, no, no. <laughs> getting, so direct this a little bit. So yeah. what do you what are your thoughts about how the society criminalizes the poor? Um, I was going to go at the very end of this little. I'm just going to end snippet this little. In March, the Congress passed a law mandating that workers are able to draw two weeks of paid sick leave when they contract the coronavirus or two weeks of paid leave to care for a quarantining relative and up to 10 weeks of paid leave for family leave to care for a child whose school or daycare is closed for COVID-related reasons. That was 10 weeks of paid family leave. Mm. Mitch McConnell shut that down. So that's that's an open warfare to the poor right there. Yep. It's not even just the poor. It's just the working middle class. class people any who working have class, yeah. Middle yeah. class, any type. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah I, what are your thoughts on... Well... One is counterproductive. You want to keep the economy going. You got to keep the people, you know, in a situation where they can provide, right? Like if you spend the money on the food, the housing, uh, getting to work, whatever it is, uh, paying for daycare, all that other stuff, um, you need that money, right? But if if somebody's sick and and somebody throws like a wrench in your machine, you you're screwed. Like anything, any minor thing that happens in this situation screws people over. If you don't have the money or the resources, if you're not well off, like, you know, rich or at least upper middle class where you have some money coming in, like $60,000 a year plus, you know what I mean, in, in this environment, 
there could be huge uh, dramatic changes in your life, you know, that can, can cripple you, make you homeless. Um, uh, God knows what. There's people starving. There's people on bread lines right now. You know, and that, that's ridiculous. For the richest country supposedly in the world, um, it shouldn't be that way. And for the fact that you're not willing to help these people find resources, like you have to give them something in order for them to find these resources for them to keep transitioning and adapting to the situation. If you don't, it's like, it's like throwing a dog outside, right? It's like, well, I'm sorry, you know, we have food in here that we could give you, but instead we're going to throw you outside and let you figure it out. We're not going to give you even a little bit to survive. So some people will adapt and they'll go out and they'll eat an animal or do whatever they got to do. And that's why I say crime, crime happens and all that other stuff. I know these are kind of bad examples, but I think you kind of get the gist where I'm going with it is that if you put somebody in a desperate situation, they're going to do desperate things, right? It's, or, or they're going to die trying, you know what I mean? Because they have no other choice at the end of the day. If you give somebody something, they'll find ways of, of doing it. Maybe like the dog situation isn't a good example, but that's to me how I feel when I see it. It's like you're throwing your dog outside in the middle, like abandoning your dog in the street because you're tired of the dog or whatever. That, 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 it's, it's the same effect. You're putting them out there and, and hoping that somehow or another they find their way and all that, you know, pull your bootstraps up and do this and, and, and you should have gotten a better education. I, I, saw, I heard somebody say the other day, your job might be, uh, you might be um, fired from your job or your job might not be there right now, but there's other jobs out there. Okay, so if you're making 30, 40,000, not 30, 40,000, but 30 to $40 an hour at your old job, now that job's not there, you're telling that same person with that, that certain lifestyle to adapt to, to a job that might be only spending, paying $10 an hour. How the hell does that work? If you don't have the support for that, I'm not saying that you can't live off of ten dollars an hour, but you have family members and other you people you got to provide. No, you, can. you can. Yeah. Well, you, can't live off $15 you know, I'm just hour. saying you can barely live off fifteen dollars. I mean, one of the things that I wanted to talk about <laughs> that we're going to skip over because we have no need to see Mitch McConnell again, yeah. <laughs> um, th is that he was trying to make the narrative that the two thousand dollar checks are going to households that are um, at seventy five thousand or less. So basically. Basically, they're trying to demonize people who earn sixty thousand to seventy-five thousand dollars. Like that, just middle of the, and that's actually middle of the road in a lot of areas. New York and New Jersey, the how much you're paying for your mortgage is it's extreme in a lot of areas. I know my parents make more than that, uh, and one of them just retired, so mm -hmm. they will not be making more than that. In the in a, in like a when that tax return comes out next year, it's not going to be preferential for my family. Um, I feel very lucky that like they have been able to stay in the same job for 30 to 40 years, 35 years. So they're just lucky in a way. I, I They've worked hard. They've done everything they've done, but they, they've never had something come up and just pop them out of their job. And they're lucky enough to have that not be the reality. So you have to have a system where if that happens to you, you can get on your feet again. Um, that's what I believe. Uh, that's, you know, what, that's the socialist in me is that I believe that we should have a system that fundamentally allows everybody to have at least a standard of living. Mm -hmm. So, uh, even to throw up, this person was a Yang supporter. I'm not even a huge Yang supporter, but I will give him that he wanted to have a honest discussion about the UBI. Like, and that's a real discussion that we need to have one day, probably. Um, they're Automation and other things that we've talked about on the show already will contribute to probably less jobs at some point. Um, 
I think that every person still deserves a standard of living. That's how I, that's, I believe that the fundamentals that I was raised around, I know that it was much, very much the church. Um, people should be taken care of. I don't think that they should not put in their weight if they can, but if you can't, you can't. Um, that's, that's how my life has presented itself. It's rough, man. It's, it's rough, man. I, I'm seeing a lot of people suffering. I'm seeing a lot of people losing resources that they used to have. I'm seeing a lot of people getting sick. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of things going on that were, are totally like left field, left field from what they were doing the day or weeks or months before that, that they're like, what the hell do I do? You know what I mean? So for, at the end of the day, you know, like if you, you know, and, and this is nobody's fault. It's no, I didn't ask for this. I didn't walk into a situation where, where I, I wanted to get a virus or, or for this virus to take over the, you know, the city and shut everything down or make it harder for me to fit, feed my child or anything or, or work or anything else. But yet we pay taxes. And then in the end, end of the day, they're, they're harb They're, um, what is it? I want to say harboring. What's the word? Um, hoarding our monies. That's what I was looking for. I was the other H word mm -hmm. hoarding our monies that we gave them for, for, for them to take care of and govern over, not, you know, help us with whatever situations that we need, uh, that I don't understand why we don't even vote what the money is used for. Why is it they get to vote for our money? You know what I mean? The money that 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 kills me. At the end of the day, like you know, oh, we we need this for for the thing. I don't want a a nuclear bomb to pay for a nuclear bomb. I want somebody to get health care. I want I want to get you know schools fixed. I want roads fixed. You so should I, you should I, watch uh, City City So Real if you haven't if you haven't had the chance. It's about Chicago. So one of the candidates actually brought up a they made a a form a tax form basically that had mm -hmm. all of the taxes for the for Chicago that you paid specifically mm -hmm. so yeah. he so that's like a, a that's a kind of an innovative idea at least that like maybe I don't know we have to find a consistent group of people who are willing to do this to find out what the exact tax amounts from people are I mean they you know you have to average it out probably per area because you probably can't get that exact data from the IRS. But wouldn't it be great if we had a really informative tax law where you know everything percentage-wise that your taxes are used for? If it's just a percentage, it's just a percentage. You know, If we can't get to the, as deep as the exact monetary amount, just tell me how much of the percent of, of the, my payment went to defense budget. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you can make these large groups if you have to but it's just you gotta we have to start thinking out of the box so i mean i would love an organization to do this i know that they need irs information uh and that's kind of yeah. difficult yeah. but that's that'd be a great law to put in action right um i don't know if that'll ever pass because it'll look like people will say you're going into their bank accounts that's yeah. that'll be the next that'll be the next uh conspiracy theory I just, going I just, into your bank account i just want i just don't like my mother's friend like i'm not gonna name names or whatever she, when the haitian um earthquakes happened i don't know if i told you the story she down she she gave money uh wanted to give money to you know the people so for you know to help help with the causes there and she said she wanted it specifically for certain things and they denied her that that's what it feels like to me when it comes to taxes. It's like when when you give your taxes up, 
You want it to be for like the roads. You want it for the education. You want it for the things that are going to make your livelihood better, right? But then you're you're, you're dumping bombs. Like how many billions of dollars or trillions or whatever it is that we've spent dumping bombs and killing people and hurting others and crippling economies and and doing whatever for for the 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 very few people that actually are you know what i mean like that's not where i want my money going you know or anybody that that i think is a normal person wants their money going but like why are roads well, that's why i reminded you it's a defense bill no that's why i reminded you it's a defense bill not yeah, just yeah. you but like in general well, I mean, like in the general, idea with, with all the stuff all the pork that they have in and these bills that they create i'm like what does this have to do with anything you know, I understand that, like, for some people, I don't mind the marijuana thing because I want everybody to relax a little more. But you know what I mean? All the other bills that are out there, I, you know, maybe that's just, like, me being more relaxed or whatever, not like that. But but, um, but in regards to the other bills where it's, like, it seems to be hurting people, like, 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 like I said, defense or, or um, what other bills can I think of like, that, that, that have absolutely nothing? Just uh, tax breaks to... to, to uh, what is it? The fossil industry, the fossil fuel industry, all this stuff. I'm like, yeah. why are we giving them? How's that helping us? That's it, it, messing up our environment more. You know, I, I see these ads for Exxon. Um, let me let me keep this short because I know we're going off topic. But I see ads for like Exxon up there, and I'm like, I heard like not too long ago that 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 uh, Exxon um, spill in the Gulf or whatever it was still isn't fully closed. You know what I mean? Um, no, that's I, you know, until it cleaned up. It, yeah, that was gonna so, take. It's gonna take twenty years. It literally yeah, said they said. I, it was take I heard years. it. I heard it was still open though. I mean, maybe it's not leaking as bad as it was, but I'm mean, like, nobody's talking about it. It's not important anymore. Why? Because they feel like it's not affecting anybody. But I'm sure a lot of people are getting cancer from the fish that are swimming through it. I don't know, man. They're just the priorities are screwed up. We need to get like the the other person said uh, on Twitch. We need to have term limits. Uh, I think that's what they were talking about, right? Like certain age restrictions. You're talking about age term limits. Yeah, specifically. yeah, yeah. There's got to be something because some of this nonsense is, you know, plus it's like people become more and more loyal to their donors the longer they're in there. You know what I mean? And, and they, they, they find loopholes that they can, you know, screw us over and benefit their donors, donors more. And I'm not cool with that. I think people need to have certain term limits that don't, don't allow people to get too comfortable. You know, unless they're doing a good job and whatever, and they're getting reelected for doing a good job, great. But you know, it has to be to an a certain extent. Anyway, go back to whatever. I, I'm, I'm blabbing. No, we're good. That, that's amped, that's pretty much it. I, I have no, I have no reason to go. I have no reason to go back to Mitch McConnell. That's all I gotta say. I have no reason. Like, um, I we we know Turtle. that he. Middle aged yeah, mutant ninja turtle. <laughs> everybody just knows he's the worst. It, I mean, it's it's. Sorry. It's so ridiculous how long he's been there as well. Him and Lindsey Graham. So he's let's uh, let's move on. That, that that kills yeah. me. That people actually he got voted back, back in. But yeah. I mean, yeah. he had a weak candidate against him. Um, he had a had a very like center line Democrat against him, and they thought that that would work. It would just it's just not going to work. You have to get somebody fiery, somebody who takes the base of Kentucky, which is possible. They they're one of the few states that like that have um, had kind of a progress with Medicare and basically extending the uh, ACA. That's it. You know, like they, they actually kind of could be purple if there was compassionate and real people for office right now. And there's nobody in Kentucky that's really running. 
So that's that's how it is right now. Uh, let's let's move to Brexit because um, we've we don't we need we don't need to. To get stuck on Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Let's not get stuck on McConnell. Um, so maybe let's go to me for a second yeah. there, just to see the foolishness that we have. Uh, so UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson um, and Ursula von der Leyen, the European Commission president, reached a deal after nine months Um to finally have Brexit closed for negotiations, culminating in haggling on Christmas Eve over fishing rights, which heavily, when you read about this, is heavily about rights for areas. So it's like a territorial kind of environment that we're, go we're living in right now, uh, giving a temporary deal to share data among countries as well. A uh, little into uh, promote services, sorry about that. Um, so late Wednesday evening, Parliament's upper chamber, the unelected House of Lords, also backed the deal. It will become British law within hours. Uh, and the UK left the EU almost a year ago. So everybody should know all of this information at this point. If they don't, then basically what we're talking about is kind of territorial rights in areas. If you want to go back up to me. What's that? Oh, no, there you go. No, no, I got it. Right. No, that was my fault. It was actually delayed on my fault. Um, so basically, little is to pro uh, to promote the services marketed in the UK, and it will leave the Britain market GDP four percent lower. Food products will need certificates that will create more bureaucracy, and Britain will also restrict more uh, given subsidies to match some of the EU's EU's rules. Um, so I, I'm not sure what you know about this, but what do you feel about a lot of the marketplace in the world right now being substantially shifted to China's market, the U.S. market, and now them wanting to shift the market in the U.K. away from the EU? The idea is to get them more sovereignty as a state, even though it was a pretty, it's like 52 to 48 that voted for it, mind you. So it's pretty split. It's not like this was like agreed upon in the state of uh, the different sovereign states of England, because we have to remember Scotland is in there too, yeah. Um, yeah. North Scotland. So. so at the end of the day, they just want to get more of the pie. At the end of the day, they want to like split apart so that they can, and at the end of the day, make more money and, and have more power amongst themselves. Is that, is that what you're saying i'm like I'm, yes I'm, and some I'm, of the disagreement some of the disagreement too <clears throat> is that actually farmers for instance would take you will take a loss first so britain will take a loss from this first for a couple years um the fishing market had a lot to do with this because basically the areas that have more fish was also having the dutch and other countries come in and and fish in their area mm. so basically it's a boon for the fishing market but for instance, the farming market, they're going to have to send more goods back and forth, and they're going to have to go through more tariffs, more paperwork. And basically, um, it's interesting because this is watching, like, for me, it's the red versus the blue still. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. the Labor Party for them. And um, basically, they're more conservative house, um, which has Boris Johnson. And they're being split 52 to 48 is pretty much like America right now. Yeah. yeah. So I see the it's the same thing like 
I would love to be in Britain and be able to go to France at any point. Now they're going to make it so that you can't just do that anymore. And it's been uh, almost 50 years. It was 1973 that um, they joined the EU. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's uh, like you said, cause like we were talking earlier about like the whole race thing and everything else. Like, it very much uh, reminds me of like what's going on here, you know, like when we were talking about race and politics and, and how it kind of affects things. Um, I don't like it. I, I honestly wish that there was more ways for people to be able to stay united and, and, and keep things and fi- fix, fix things before, instead of taking drastic steps to separate and kind of like say, I'm going to build my own thing now. And, you know, I'm taking my toys home, you know, or I'm doing this, you know, I, I feel like in a way, it's um how can i explain this i feel like it's going to negatively impact a lot of people uh indirectly um i I don't it's exclusionary it's exclusionary it's like they're trying i mean it's it makes sense to me that they're trying to create as much income after a collapse in their market (laughs) so it makes (laughs) my son came running in with his ice cream like I tried my best. No, I try to say serious too, but I seen him in my my in the in the picture like while I'm watching. I'm like this little kid looks crazy. But go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, family. No, honestly, like... this is kind of a dry story. <laughs> this is just more telling you about the uh, 660 billion pounds in annual trade between the two sides, which is a hundred thousand, hundreds of thousands of jobs. Honestly, this is like they brexited at the worst time. I am assuming yeah. that if coronavirus was there when they voted then we would have a completely different vote because we wouldn't want the britain wouldn't want to be excluded from the eu at that point except maybe they would and that's maybe we just have that many uh i don't want to call them crazy because i think that this is their country and they they specifically know they somebody if somebody from england was to tell me leaving uh, the EU was a terrible thing, then maybe I would give it more credence. But I haven't heard that. I've heard more that this is a this is a short-term gain for Britain, looking for a long-term gain, but it honestly just might disconnect them from the people. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's yeah. very important to keep the, the people of Europe connected, in my opinion. Um, I, I hate to tell people, China is going to be a big entity really soon. Like, they're going to bum rush the market and with real goods, with real manufactured goods, they already have in most ways. Um, and they're going to just be a more stable country. And if you don't have a real European union, yeah, Russia is going to come in too. Cause Russia has been waiting for that the whole time. And I am not even conspiratorial about them, except for the fact that they have had authoritarian administrations in there for Almost twenty years. I didn't realize that um, that Putin has been in there since nineteen ninety nine, and I believe the current. Let me get this exact date. The Chinese president has been in there for a while as well. Hmm. Yeah, Jinping. I was listening to um, a talk show about um, photography stuff. Since you know, I do photography and all the other stuff, right? Um, and um they're talking about like 
right now a lot of people they're lowering their prices so they can get as much of the market as they can but in 2021 prices are probably going to go up on equipment and they're going to use like really like uh petty reasons to oh well this thing has this certain technology or that technology and and eventually a lot of like like for flashes and certain things they're going to go to china for their manufacturing and they're going to rebrand it as if they're american stuff so they can get cheaper merchandise and there's going to be a lot of stuff that i'm i'm hearing is going to happen um i don't know if it's guaranteed or whatever but to me a lot of it makes sense because they they screwed things up so much here if they would have given people money, we could have spent money, bought the things that we needed and so on and so forth and reinvested back into this country. But because they're not doing that, um, that cycle stopped. And now these businesses are going to have to, like, you know, come up with solutions that are going to hurt us more. The prices of goods are going to go up as well as we're going to get a lot of um, out of the country manufacturing like we've always had. But <clears throat> it's not going to be a lot as many things in-house uh as it um as it as it should be in theory you know what i mean and and i don't know china's definitely going to be doing this thing and you can't really totally hate on china because you know they're doing what they had to do like i'm not i'm not i'm not proud of their government but you know at the end of the day they they made the decisions that that seemed to be working we're not you know and they're, they're doing better as well right than we are in um the the um covid right at the moment, uh right? that's or, that's an arguable that's an arguable thing do you uh, i almost feel like we should hold uh zhang zan until wednesday um covid is an interesting but but i will at least talk about it tangentially um covid is doing better in most of china but there's a lot of contradicting news reports when it comes to that um there's certain areas that have rise like outbreaks in certain areas and it keeps going flaming up and down but the numbers are pretty in line with ours a little bit lower to be honest Mm. they have a higher but they also have a higher population yeah yeah. they have a more dense population um in a lot of specific cities as well um i wanted to say that a chinese citizen journalist has been arrested for uh, multiple ones there's actually four of them that uh, I could talk about, but one of them was is facing backlash from the Chinese regime uh, for covering coronavirus in Wuhan. Uh, she was actually out there, you know, interviewing people out on the mm-hmm. streets, and they uh, decided that she was obstructing. What was the terminology they use? They have a very specific terminology for it. Um, let me see if I can find it. She got four years. Oh, okay. Right? Yes. Picking quarrels. Picking quarrels. That's that's the why I was looking for it. Picking quarrels and provoking trouble is what she got uh, challenged. <clears throat> yeah, found guilty on that, which is just, just like our country. Just like our country, if we protest, we're picking quarrels and. and <laughs> oh my God, that's the logic between some of these like author, authoritarian, um, you know, uh, regimes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like, oh, you can't do that. You can't start. You're, you're rallying people up. People are going to get hurt. I'm like, who's going to get hurt? Me or, 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 or the people that um, you're already punishing, you know, I don't know. It's, it's crazy, man. The fact that um, yeah. you can't protest. This is supposedly the land of the free, and you can't give somebody your opinion or try to make a suggestion to, to better things. And I saw something today. Oh, my God. Um, so Nancy, Nancy Pelosi or whatever. 
supposedly um I think she won the 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 um speaker again today. Speaker. I, yeah, she she became the speaker she, again. Yeah. Yeah, so she got that again, right? Um and she was talking mm-hmm. all this junk about oh, we're going to be able to um have voices and everybody um you know, we'll be able to have opinions and talk about this and do that and whatever. I'm looking at it I'm like this is the same woman that 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 supposedly um, doesn't want people saying certain things that are progressive, like you know what I mean, like basically to stay in our lane or whatever. Like I, to hear her say that's like a smack in the face, and like these author, authoritarian governments, you know, she might not be doing it as bad as China and all that, but but a lot of these politicians, you know, her and a bunch of other people, they don't want anybody to have an opinion on their decision making. You know what I mean, or 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 to to protest any decisions you know that they had did you know they had done and and it's negatively affecting us like with healthcare or whatever it is we can't say anything we we can't say nothing about Medicare for all we can't do anything you know and I, I don't know man it, to me I think that's ridiculous especially if we're supposedly the better of the countries that are should be able to be able to speak and have the you know freedom of the press and all that other stuff now we got. Uh, Trump screwing things up, making uh, the press questionable. You know what I mean? Like everything is now. But that lends heavily. <clears throat> that lends heavily to the narrative of what uh, American exceptionalism. So, yeah. like, I would even say that it has a lot more to do with the narrative of being an American, uh, in United States American, to be specific. Too, yeah. you know, people forget that North America is Canada and Mexico as well, um, <laughs> and yeah. Central America. If you're really going to be purging yeah. about it um so i i don't know i i'm not surprised i want to be surprised i'm not surprised by any of the things that happened right now um i want them to say Pelosi, I, I just want them to say oh that's a good idea let's give it a vote well that's a good idea i want them to do that you know what I, mean? I don't want them to shoot it down like oh that's not realistic that doesn't make sense that's too much money i'm like Dude, like all these years, all these people are having issues, and I haven't seen you come up with a solution yet. Trump talks about how he's got a new health care system, or all these other people, and years and years go by, nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, you got your argument, but you're not providing us with any solutions. You tell us we can't have what we want, but you're not changing anything or fixing anything. You know what I mean? And um, to me, it's like like a, a person in school who's supposed to bring in their homework assignment and they come in with excuses every freaking day. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I, I didn't, I, I, I have the, I have, I did my homework and I, I know what the answer is, but I, 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 did, I forgot it at home. Okay. Bring it in tomorrow. And then the next day, and then the next day, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, when, you guys are full of shit, excuse my language, but you know what I mean? At, at some point we need to call them on it. We need to call all these politicians on it and it doesn't have to be a riot. It doesn't have to be a, a huge protest we got to start voting them out or doing whatever it is that needs to be done. Once we see the, you know, BS, um, start showing itself. And, and, and a lot of these politicians are blatant. Now it's blatant, man. Before it was more like undercover and whatever. Now it's just like blatant. Like, I don't know, man. Like if you can't see it, I don't know what to say, man. I mean, I know you could see it, but I know a lot of people in this country turn a blind eye to, to, to a lot of the stuff because they, they're like, well, they're educated. They're there for a reason. They're, they're doing this. They're, and, yeah. they're made. I mean, this is like the system at work. <clears throat> this is to you. You're made to be in hyper busy or yeah. hyper productive, um, in whatever form it is. Uh, maybe job, be home, 
whatever reason they can to make it as obtusely hard for you to live. Um, and the system functions on that ability to leverage your, your work, basically. Yeah. And um, I don't even want to say it's a governmental thing. I just think it's a person-by-person -person thing where people have been using people this way for so long. And unfortunately, like what I want to really talk about is how that has powered people keeping the people down, not necessarily just the government entity. Like, that's the harder thing to talk about. The real discussion should be about the powerful who are keeping all of these other legislations out of real legislation. Um, yeah. The super PACs that exist, the, the huge campaign finance reforms that we need. Um, that so we, the, we don't allow people to continuously receive tons of money from corporations just in general. Honestly, I think that is fundamentally the first thing that we have to do. That's, yeah. But that's also a personal opinion. There's other things that people have put out there um, that would fundamentally change how we have to we think about things, uh, including human and health services, which I think we... I, I fundamentally believe that if Trump hadn't screwed the pooch so hard on COVID, he probably would have been reelected. Yep. Yep. And I, I always kept it optimistic. I actually was, I know, I know a couple people that I know that were like, he's going to get reelected. He's going to get reelected. They live in the South mostly. Yep. He's going to get reelected. And I was like, no, there's a chance. I'll, I, I was pessimistic inside. I just knew that he's not a smart man. And I, I kind of just felt like it was possible because he was not a smart man. He did not know how to play the, the game well. Um, I'm more afraid of the people who can play the game well. And honestly, when you wanted to talk about Ted Cruz and them, um, that's really, that's a smarter man. Ted Cruz is a smarter man. He's less uh, <laughs> amicable. Yeah. He's, I don't think people really like Ted Cruz. Nobody really likes Ted Cruz, but he is a smart politician. Uh, and he knows that right now he can play both sides of the aisle again and <laughs> pretend like he didn't get his ass handed to him by Trump back in 2016 and be like, I'm your, your biggest supporter. And if I just do this biggest supporter thing for a little bit longer, then that I'll keep that crowd. As long as I keep that crowd, we're good, right? And that's the real dirty politics of it is that it's these people holding on to populations of people. They're just yeah. trying to keep, and that's why it was important to talk about why it's important to call ourselves progressive or not. Um, Cause there is labels. a slight difference between like labels mm -hmm. that have, have to have labels and, and to, to be like, look, this is what I'm in. This is what I'm categorized as it sucks, man. Cause at the end of the day, then you got a group against that. You know what I mean? Oh, you're, you're a socialist. You're a communist. Mm -hmm. This, then, whatever. But I'm like, no, but see, I'm not trying to, to, to be a dictator or an authoritarian like some of these other people were. I just like certain policies and certain things that happen in certain environments um, <clears throat> over other environments. And, and it's okay to do that. It's called taking something and molding it into something else. Like we could take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and create something wonderful, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like um, a multiracial family. 
People say, you got to stick with your own kind. That mentality is just as ignorant as the same political mentality of, of, of I can't, I can't uh, understand another person's point of view or this, that. It's, it's like, it's a cultural, like, religious, like, whatever, like, all those different mentalities that, that contradicts the other one, like, oh, it's mine or the other, you know, mine is better, mine is the way it is. That, that mentality is what keeps people from, from um, becoming something better at the end of the day. You know, and, and I, I, I'm open to libertarian views, um, conservative views, progressive views, centri centrist, whatever, you know, whatever you want to label it as. I'm open to it as long as it makes sense at the end of the day and that it benefits the people at the end of the day, that that there isn't a, a, a at the end of the doing whatever it is, decision-making that you're doing, it doesn't negatively impact a huge mass of people. I'm not saying that everything's perfect because you're gonna something's always gonna affect somebody either negatively or, or or whatever it is if you don't see it coming. But if you're trying, your intention is to minimize hurting others and and and, and maximizing helping others, then I have nothing wrong with that view, or at least giving it a try. You know, and a lot of people don't want to do that. They, they they my way or the highway. Screw you, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like screw you and your beliefs. That that's communism or that's this, you know, I'm not, that's not cool, bro. It's, it's, you know, and I look at my son's future and I know that these people have more control of it than I do at the end of the day. I can only teach them how to care and love and, and, and be good to people. I can't teach them how to, uh, I mean, I can teach them to some ways uh, adapt to some of the BS that's out there. But there's always going to seem to be somebody that's always going to try to throw a wrench in the machine. You know what I mean? Somebody that's always going to try to try to be like, I got to get mine, son. I don't care. I'm going to I'm going to like maximize my profits. Dude, you're a billionaire. Why do you got to maximize? Like, why is Trump do what he's doing if he's so rich? You're like, why does he feel like he has to do that? Why can't he be a good person? But that's not his mentality. That's not his M.O. You know what I mean? That's not. That's not how he lives, you know, and, and... Well, I can tell you why. <laughs> the why is easily. He just has never been a person of, that has had to take responsibility at all for yeah. his yeah. faults or actions. So whenever the... Like, at this point, he's at... He's beyond the point of saving. Because he's, he's a six... What is he? A 71-year-old man? I mean, he's in the 70s, right? Um, yeah he doesn't care anymore he stopped caring except for what his 74 uh, yeah i, think I believe that i believe that uh, yeah but either or yeah, you're um, right he's he, at that page yeah <laughs> okay, i'm sorry you're right he's at the point where he doesn't care anymore about anything except for what his legacy will be and that's the only thing like and that's what happens to a lot of presidents as well let's just be honest but to him it's even worse because he's just never been a good business person even though he he obviously says that he is or not yeah and there's a whole contingent of people who believe he is um so that's just it you know he's just that much of a grifter i mean with for lack of a better term just he's a grifter that has done such a good job of it for the last at least 15 20 years maybe longer than that you can go in the 90s really but i think that his his successful grift was Celebrity Apprentice, putting himself back on the mainstream screens, basically. You know Gary V, right? Gary Vaynerchuk? You ever heard of him? No. All right, Gary uh, v is, the name sounds familiar. 
He he um he's a, a a person that talks about he's a motivational speaker about like businesses and getting out and doing your own thing and whatever it is. Like he's one of those type of guys, right? He's he's and he's relatively famous at this point and he's been around for a minute. One thing that he said um was um the thing that really made him think a certain way was seeing elderly people become old and then live with regret, right? I don't think this guy, mm-hmm. and I can see that, like, because I see as I'm getting older, I look at my life, and it's making me want to do better because of the fact that you know the regret that could you know become happen, you know, start happening down the line. So now I'm trying to hustle now so that when I'm older, I have less and less regret because he says that's the worst, most depressing thing he's ever seen is seeing like an elderly person in a, in a home who didn't have enough money to survive and made a lot of bad decisions and whatever. Like you said with Trump, he's never experienced a lot of that stuff. And I feel like because he hasn't, it's it's caused him to think in a certain way that if, if maybe if he had more struggles and more things in his life, that maybe he would be like, you know what, I could be a better person. I could do more things and whatever else. I don't think he's ever had the moment in his life where where he can reflect on, on, on his stuff and it really mattered to the point where it's gotten him so depressed. I think what the depresses him more than anything is is all the narcissism or whatever feelings that he narcissistic feelings that he has about himself like it's like if i if i if i if i become a bum later then you know this that and whatever so he's he's thinking about preserving what he has instead of trying to better himself Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and and that's to me a huge huge mistake in, in life preserving things sometimes you need to be broken down to see where your faults are in order for you to um, build yourself into something stronger and better. Like the foundation has to be strong. If you if you created a, a shitty foundation, you're always going to fall on your face. You know what I'm saying? You're always going to screw your life up or whatever it is. Now, sometimes you can't go back and fix your, your mistakes. Okay, I get that. And that's when you live with regret. But I feel like, okay, I screwed up. I'm making progress now because I'm, I'm, I'm starting to, 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 to fix things. I don't think Trump has ever had that. And I think a lot of these politicians, you know, they were either born into wealth or inherited this or did that or whatever it is, or or just had like certain privileges given to them where they don't really get it. And, 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 and they don't understand that some people are literally trying their hardest from day one and they never achieve anything because they don't have the, the options or the opportunities to, to achieve those things. And, and, um, they're always going to live with regret. They're always going to feel pain. They're always going to be sad. And then you're, you you got to hear these politicians all look, pull up your bootstraps. They do this, they do this. like you know that, that See, does nothing. What's for interesting them. is that I I think it's not just the politicians that you're talking about. You're really talking about the it's, media conglomerate as well yeah, because a lot look, of those yeah. people are heirs. Mm-hmm. A very large like there's a, I mean Tucker Carlson, Anderson mm-hmm. Cooper. I mean. I actually have nothing no I have nothing bad to say about Anderson Cooper to be honest. I I actually get that he's just like he's a rich kid. He was a rich kid and he got to do stuff and but he seems to have at least some kind of um modus operandi where he's yeah. like yeah. yeah, he can gauge everybody else's life and then he can, he lives something. Yeah. Um but Tucker Carlson is a great showing of that. He's had money all of his life and he literally just harps on people who are poorer than him. That's his whole line of thinking is that other people should not be taking from other from the upper class because how dare you and that's how he runs his show 
I mean, it makes like, sense to me, to, but unfortunately, I get to choose when I I get to choose when I want to donate some of my money. I, I you don't yes. you're not obligated to any of my money. This is my money. This is what I've earned, yes. even though my father's father earned it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, bro. I'm like, I'm like, all right, man. Whatever, man. Like, like, it's like there's, that's the mentality that we're dealing with. People that can't, like we said, gauge or see things from a perspective of another person or, or understand the benefits of helping these other people. Like if people can work and provide more to the society uh, in, in a better way, this place would be amazing. Could you imagine this planet if everybody had decent jobs, uh, was healthy, you know what I mean? We wouldn't, like, you know what I mean? People would have less to complain about. There'd be less wars. There'd be less need for all this other crap. Like, you know, we wouldn't have, in the future, God forbid, fight for water and stuff. You know what I mean? We wouldn't have to worry about all these crazy things that, that because of greed, screwed it up for us. Greed, greed made these problems. You know what I mean? I don't have a problem with you conserving your money and, and, and trying to hold on to it. But when you're doing destructive things with it or, or putting people down for not having it, there's a sickness in that, man. And, and I don't know. I don't know. What's up? You reading something? It looks like you're reading something. I, I, no, I'm just getting ready for the next one. Oh, oh I thought somebody was twitching. Yeah, so I was like, just yeah, yeah. I like when no, people. I'm just um, paying I like when people talk to us, man. That was, that was, that's good that we're starting to see um, people interacting, man. We got to get that uh, chat room up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean everybody. If you get the chance, please follow and subscribe. Please, Things that, that we need to make people know about. Hit that bell. Apparently, that's a that's the lingo, <laughs> right? Yep, yep. I got yep. used to that. I got to get used to that. Yep, um, yep, yep. But I, like, you, like you know, we can even talk about it a little bit right now. It, we're, this is right between. Honestly, I think we should just hold this other. I want to get more research on this uh, topic, so I'm going to do the Ticketmaster. Okay. I want to do a nice cool down because okay. finally, Ticketmaster has to pay something. <laughs> Ticketmaster <laughs> is basically the devil for most people who like to go to concerts at all. Um, so Ticketmaster has to pay a ten million dollar fine for hacking a rival company. Uh, a subsidiary of uh, maybe if you want to throw it to me. Oh, you want me to? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So Ticketmaster has to pay a ten million dollar fine for hacking a rival company. Um, basically, Ticketmaster repeatedly accessed the computer systems of one of its competitors without authorization. The online ticketing company agreed to to the fine after being charged with five counts of computer intrusion and fraud by the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of New York, the Justice Department said Wednesday. So what they did was kind of crazy. They they got an ex, ex-employee. I'll, I'll just read it through. So what they did was a subsidiary of Live Nation um, stole Live the information Nation? to get it in. It was Live Nation. It is a subsidiary of Live Nation. Yes. Ticketmaster is a subsidiary of Live Nation. Wow. So um, the company used the stolen information to gain an advantage over CrowdSurge, which merged with Soundkick in 2015 and later was acquired by Warner Music Group in 2017. By hiring a former employee to break into its tools and gain insight into the firm's operation. The antitrust lawsuit was filed against Live Nation Entertainment in December 2016, specifically in Ticketma- uh, Ticketmaster's division. 
Uh, it was later amended to accuse the stealing. Of, excuse them. Excuse me. It was later amended to accuse them of stealing of uh, trade secrets by means of former Soundkick employees. So basically, they were using the uh, past Soundkick and uh, Soundkick employees to get as much information from the office as they could. <laughs> um, they used a system of URLs that were hidden in the web pages to maintain a spreadsheet with every artist Soundkick was uh, working on with pre-sales. And then Ticketmaster could then contact those artists to try to persuade them to sell the tickets through Ticketmaster instead. So basically they were saying, they were basically going under the ship and diving in and taking people away from Soundkick. Um, and it wasn't Soundkick at that point, it was called Crowd Surge at that point. but. It's still illegal. You're not allowed to do that. It's, you're, you're not allowed to take former employees and have them go into a, into a office. Go into basically their office tools that they probably have some kind of access to if they know enough passwords. You know, if they have enough clearance, they probably will still get in there for a while. They might have their, their user knocked off, but they might have other passwords to, to infiltrate their system somehow you know that's that's <laughs> wow wow i mean they pled guilty to it in 2019 zaidi pled guilty who is the uh head of uh ticket not head of Ticketmaster, but that specific area division um pled guilty and related to conspiring to commit computer intrusions and wire fraud for participation in the scheme so they I mean, this has been a long time coming, but it's good to see that Ticketmaster finally gets a $10 million fine for something. Yeah, they, they were, I was reading an article, there was something I was thinking of sending you, where um, they actually send people in to see how um, vulnerable uh, their their systems are. They'll have people, I think it was an AT&T person or whatever they were talking about, now he had like the badge. It wasn't even a legitimate AT&T badge. He'd walk into like certain stores or whatever it is, say that he was a tech, get information from the computers, you know, you know, on jump drives or whatever it is, just to see how secure their system was, how the people were handling, excuse me, handling people coming in that, that didn't come with the proper authorization to come in. And people were coming in and they were taking people's information, like, like uh, uh, the phone numbers and the people that own the phone. So if they wanted to, they could have accessed the phone. It was luckily it was just a a, a, a privacy thing or whatever it was um, to see if they can get it. They weren't actually stealing it. Thank God. You know what I mean? But it goes to show you this is like something similar where it's like you get the right people in the right space. You know, you can go in there. I'm surprised that dude that they didn't lock it's, the dude it's up. It's Mike right? and Better Call Saul. Yeah. Um, they're about. Uh, they did not lock him up, but they. They did not lock him up yet. Wow. He just pled guilty to it. So it was a wire fraud charge. So he probably got probation. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Um, what oh, I was, oh. he's Mike, he's Mike in Better Call Saul, basically. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> he yeah. just yeah. walks right in. Yep. 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 Wow. Wow, oh, man. You know, this world, like security wise, like I, I don't play games when it comes to my passwords. I don't play games. I'm not saying I'm the most, you know, best password protected place in the world, but I, I do my best to try to keep everything that I have secure and to myself. And and because nowadays I've had my credit cards um been t been tampered with. 
I still feel like I've been violated. I feel like my social security is somewhere out there. You know what I mean? I feel like, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's pretty scary, man. I mean, they'd be disappointed to see how like my uh, credit and everything is, but, but, um, yeah, that's pretty crazy out there, man. I, I, and it's only going to be worse. I mean, this is more about, this is more about even espionage. This is kind of, this is espionage between companies. So this is not even personal, our personal information, which they probably could have had access to. Um, it doesn't look like they spread out any of that kind of information, but it's not like Live Nation and Ticketmaster don't have a uh, kind of database dark of history. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dark history of, none, of, of losing information, of actually being hacked and losing information that way. It's crazy about these Ticketmaster places and stuff. If people don't throw concerts and all that certain thing, a lot of times they hold your money. Like I, I've heard situations where yes. they'd have a concert in certain situations cause the concert not to go through or something happened and you won't get a refund. And I'm like, that's screwed up, man. So I'm like, in a way, it's kind of funny. that are like, all right, well, now you screwed yourself. You got greedy. And it sucks that they did it now because I'm sure they're losing a lot of money because of COVID and everything, right? So... Oh, yeah. No, it's a huge consequence of COVID, actually. You just there's a lot of people who I know, like I have I have money that Live Nation is holding. um, But I hope that the festival will happen in September of next year. I have no assurities and um, I will get my money back if that doesn't happen. But um, a lot of people have had Ticketmaster and Live Nation hold their money Mm -hmm. um, and wait until the concert was supposed to happen and then they got the refund after that. Um, it's well, not, concert, it, it really depends on. Happened? It hasn't happened yet, or is it like, what's the situation? Oh, the one that I'm waiting for is a festival. The one that I'm personally waiting for is a festival that is, uh, it's Bonnaroo, it's in Tennessee. Um, they moved it back to September of, of next year, next of year. this year. Ha, huh, it's, it's 2021 Yay! now, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so let's just like be honest. They moved it back from June because they were like, I'm not sure that COVID will even allow that because I believe that we need to get up to at least 50% of the country by May or we're in serious trouble still of vaccines. We need 50% of the population or more vaccinated. I don't, I don't even know if that'll happen. So um, like you were saying before, I'm, you- I'm making a bet. I'm making a bet basically. Yeah. Yeah, you said before, like they were talking about the rate we're going. It'd be ten years before we all get vaccinated. They said hopefully they'll they'll step it up with with um Biden. I hope it's not ten years. That'll be freaking crazy. But I I don't think it's gonna be ten years. I think they're gonna eventually step things up. You know. But yeah. Just like everything else is gonna be super delayed, right? Like you know, they, they say, oh, we're gonna get our checks. We're gonna get this. We're gonna get that. And like nine months later, okay, where is it? Finally, a check. It's half of what they gave us last time. Okay, whatever. So let's see what they do with these um, um, vaccines and everything else. Hopefully, um, well, the real. Pro- they they said there's another vaccine that's quicker to produce and it's uh, more stable and less cold environments. I don't know. I I I got to do more research on it, but I I heard something about that. I'm hoping that that's true because then that can expedite some of the stuff. But. We'll see. Yeah, the Moderna vaccine is actually um, doesn't need to be refrigerated at the same low temperature. Um, doesn't mean the efficacy. I think the efficacy is like five percent less, but that's not that much. That's not statistically relevant. 
95% versus 90% isn't statistically relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, especially for that, because they already, they, they, that's a percentage between like a small group of people. So there's a, the bump could be like two to 3% between either of those studies. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Honestly, you're right. Like those Moderna vaccines are going to be really important because they do not need to be refrigerated at that level. I know that my mother has spoken about it. And a lot of this has more to do with what job you have. And that's really what is negative about the way our system works is that capitalism is going to take the forefront on this. And we need somehow a social program to take the forefront on this and be like, no, you you should be able to get a vaccine right now. You should be able to get a vaccine. You should be able to get a vaccine. And yes, I know, for instance, like if you're an older person with a... uh, compromised immune system you're most likely going to be able to get it in the first two months but if you're just a somebody with a disability i have a differing ability i have epilepsy i don't have any idea when i will be able to go get a vaccine and i should probably be getting a vaccine within the third third or fourth month right i'm hoping but i'm more sure that a job will get me the vaccine faster than that So when work returns, I'm sure somebody will ask me, have you gotten the vaccine? We have this availability to get the vaccine. And that's what I'm kind of reality waiting for, you know, in reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, on the other hand, I'm going to wait a while. And I'm going to isolate myself until I see the results. My sister got the vaccine because she's a nurse, um, which is good. Um, now I can see exactly like how God, I don't want her to be a guinea pig or anything like that, but I'm happy that she got it because it's going to help her. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, it's just like, I'm patient, man. Like I, I don't really, I'm not around a lot of people. I'm just around my family. Hopefully they could, you know, keep their, their um, contact with other people low until, you know, the opportunity, you know, comes for, for the vaccine for them. Um, but I don't know, man. There's just, I don't count on anything anymore until I start seeing them really going die hard. Like we feel like we want things to change. Uh, I, I government and capitalism and whatever else, the things that are going to make this a pain in the ass is, um, is the things that are keeping me from like having faith that it's going to happen effectively or quickly or whatever it is. Um, the other thing I was going to say was when you were talking about, uh, why am I having a brain fart? Um, when you were talking about, um, all right, we're talking about vaccines. We're talking about family. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm getting tired now at this point. I, I did done all that other stuff earlier today. Um, oh, how quick we're going to get everything, right? Like, I feel, how can I put it? I feel like, you know, you were talking about having, um, some social type of thing to make it happen or whatever it is like a a, a, a system mm-hmm. a social organization yeah. yeah now how do like in my mind like how do how does that how does that happen right like how 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 do we oh man i, I don't know how to word this man like i know what i'm trying to say but I, I i i and i had it clear but i didn't want to interrupt you before we're not i don't think um yeah let me just shut up 
I, 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 no, I'm it's okay. I, I'm just I'm I, wondering I, what your question is. That's all. No, no, it's just like I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Like for a lot of people, right? I, I, I feel like they should give. This is what I wanted to get at mainly. They should give people money that don't need to be at work to stay home, so that they can lower the curve. And then the ones that have to work, they need to be getting the the vaccine. The people that need the most contact. Like the people doing the shipping and receiving, the people—that's the—that's the approach that I think sh- should be the most effective way of keeping people from getting sick. Because if people are home and they're isolated, and they have enough money to do whatever, and they should give these uh, essential workers extra money too. I'm not saying don't pay them anything either, but that's the thing. How realistic is that? Are that going to be? Like they—they they don't understand that they're going to keep this thing going on longer and longer if they don't do something drastic. And my question was, now I remember what it was. What would be more cost effective? Taking the loss in the front and, and making sure that everybody did something safe, which they should have done months and months ago, or or putting people more at risk and just saying, well, we got the vaccine, go back to work. Even though, like you said, 50% of the country isn't going to have it for like God knows how long. You know what I mean? Because you know that like their goal is to keep people... You know what I mean? So that's the real contention there. The real contention there is that I believe that the government actual actually could do this at a faster clip. The problem is that we don't have the same systems that we did. <laughs> Even somehow back in the uh, 40s, 1947, when smallpox came to New York mm-hmm. City, they vaccinated millions of people within the first, within a month. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is that right now we're living in a system of corporatism or capitalism where only times that anything is open because the federal government isn't paying extra for people is there's no 24 seven vaccinations. Like they had 24 seven vaccinations at during the smallpox uh, epidemic in 1947. So we can do those things now. It's just the fact that we need to have a real campaign for it. Um, The honest truth of it is too, there's no incentive to do that. There's no monetary incentive for the uh the, the pharmaceutical companies want this out and yeah. they're not gonna they're not trying to make a profit off of it apparently it doesn't look like it but it's there's not a cost effective way for them to send out this much vaccination and be the ones that pay for all the people who have to give the vaccinations and that's yeah. one of the huge parts the federal government should be paying organizations out there to go get more people vaccinated and get them in the storage facilities. I mean, that it becomes more of like, that's why I'm saying an organization probably has to get involved that wants to do just that and yeah. just focus on going to different regions and being like, okay, there's a uh, old folks home. Let's just say, let's go with, the, with all the bad terms. Old folks home over here. Let's go get them all vaccinated. That's it. You know, that's what we're going to do. And it's got to go from town to town to town to town and just do that. And it's the hard work. And I, the federal government hasn't, I mean, I feel like Trump has dropped the ball on purpose at this point, but that's what would have been the next step. Once you got an actual vaccine that worked would have been to start being like, all right, how do we mandate, not even mandate as in you have to take it, but like, how do we put out a mandate to each state to say, here's this much money you're supposed to get federal employees out there working putting out vaccines or even talking about it because the first 
yeah, you have to keep people aware first. People aren't going to just take a vaccine. They shouldn't just take something, right? Um, so you do an awareness campaign first. And it's for this, it's pretty short because it's an ongoing problem. Like, COVID is everywhere. Like, you know, as I said, my aunt just got it <laughs> just recently. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the, you're, you're correct, though. I don't know how it'll work out. I, I do believe that right now, ha- as it functions, the government, our U.S. government, federally doesn't have an incentive to give us extra money to do this. They should. I they think it's cheaper. It. I think it's way cheaper to do it on the front end. Yeah, you do all that stuff, get people down. You know, like we did it for, what is it, how many months or whatever previously, right? What is it, two, three months we did something, like almost, right? Before they started um, trying to... Only two months, stuff. actually. It was two months, right? Only two months, really. So, like, yeah. like, those two months, I think, lessened the curve a lot. Look at how New York went. You know what I mean? New York dropped dramatically during that period of time um, or right after that period of time. So it's like if they did that plus the vaccine... It would nip a lot of that in the bud, I think. You know what I mean? And and like we just keep doing it until all the people get vaccinated. You know what I mean? Or until like the cases go so down that it's like ne- negligible. But that's crazy, man. We're at, we're at three hundred fifty thousand people dead. You know they were they were talking about oh it's only gonna be a hundred oh one hundred twenty three hundred fifty bro. Yo. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, and they're like oh this is like the it's flu. Be- I'm like. This is like the flu, man. This is the flu. I'm like, no, dude. It's not the fucking flu. Excuse my language, man, but it's not No, the I mean, flu. we're on a trajectory. To, we're on a trajectory to 450,000 at least by the end of the, this coming year. Like even if you were to drop off precipitously, precipitously, like we yeah, we're in trouble. Um that's like that's why I'm like I'm an advocate for the vaccine only because I know I believe in science. I I'm I strongly believe in science, and I know that for instance I can't not work for this many months. You know, it's killing me. As a, I'm in the media uh, the, the media industry, so when it comes down to it, I know that the reason that um, the vaccines will probably come because of work is because people need entertainment too, and uh, after a while, people kind of go stir crazy without entertainment, and especially now in a you li- we live in a society that's so used to their screens that it sooner or later it falls to Sorry. to the job and people no people will want entertainment and they need us to create it again and it will not be fair if only people who are in the union get vaccinated so it'll become this kind of system where well, there's a lot of off-Broadway plays, for instance, that need to get back up because those those theaters will close and they're not going to get a full... This this bill is not going to help them, for instance. This last bill is not going to help them. It's going to save some stages, probably the bigger stages. But it'll, like... So that that's what I'm waiting for, is that it finally just, like, one brick by brick. And I just got to hope that people get vaccinated. And keep keep wearing your mask keep doing all the things you got to do to stay away from people for a while it's going to be another couple months and it's very difficult because you get fatigue it's a very stressful thing but you know like as long as you guys like the thing that depresses me most is the deaths 
So like you would think, you know, people would be like, let's do whatever it's, uh, to prevent the deaths, to prevent the hardships. You know what I mean? But people are selfish in this country. That's that's the one thing that really makes me very upset about the whole thing. I'm I'm annoyed. Everybody's freaking annoyed. I hate wearing the mask. I hate getting out of my car, walking like 10 feet, realizing I don't have my mask on, going back to my car. You know what I mean? Uh, I hate I hate the fact that every day is, uh, you know, stressful because if my check for whatever work that I do doesn't come in, then what what next? You know what I mean? Are these people having problems? Like, I, I have these thoughts, a lot of different stressful thoughts. Are these people struggling? Are they going to go out of business and one day I'm just not going to get a check even though they owe me money? Like, what am I, what, what you know, because people are like that. People will, will be trying to keep their business going and then when it finally folds, they'll disappear. And, and and they'll take you with them. You know what I mean? They'll disappear. And you're like, not with them, but you know what I mean? Like, they, they, they'll forget to pay you or they won't pay you or, or you have to go chase your money or whatever it is. I don't know what to expect or what to trust anymore in regards to my payment and, and my stability. So what do I do? I do the best that I can in this situation. But a lot of people, they complain about, I don't want to wear my mask. Oh, this is impinging on this. I'm like, dude, you want it to get worse? Because it seems like what your actions are doing are going to make it worse, you know, and it's, it's, that, it's, it's stressful, man. And just like you said, wear your mask, um, clean your hands, do whatever it is that, that, to, to minimize the risk and just deal with it, man. Because at the end of the day, just like people complain about the little, I'm not going to say it's little money, it's money. But you spend that money versus going to the hospital. Imagine how much money you're going to end up having to spend if you get COVID. Imagine the money that, um, like, that's the way I look at the government. Like, if they spent that money now to help us now, we'd have a lot more going on for us now, right? But I'm just, I don't know, I'm just pissed off, man. This nickel and diming. I mean, you got to understand something. Everybody's not in the same situation. So for a lot of people, too, I, I believe that 100% with the people who especially are of privilege in some manner, like they still have to work the whole time from home. Yeah. Um, one of the, I, I hate to say it, like one of the things is that like I have no, I, I can't see my family. I, I not just can't see my family, I don't have a cluster of friends here that I even would call a pot of people that I could deal with. So it's the psychiatric problems that can occur because of that are real. They're very real. You get very lonely. You get very caught in your own mental health problems. So I think it's important to note note that. Um, You can't just deal with it. But there are a lot of people who are – no, I mean that's an they exception, have, obviously. They I have I family. No, no, no. But yeah, yeah. It's not about but even. You know, a, you, but you, like but the, you know, like, do you understand my point in that sense, though? Like, yeah. I'm talking about the people yeah. that still have resources that are complaining. I'm not really talking about the people that 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 you know, like, sure. I, like I'm sure if you had a car or you had like certain resources to get you from point A to point B and other things that that would make it easier for you to see your family and everything else you would do it but i know a lot of it has to deal with the fact that you don't want to put people at risk you don't want to be in and out of trains and and cars or or cabs or whatever for absolutely no reason at all if you don't have to or spend that money you know what i mean like i that that's that that's what i'm saying like there's people out there with resources that are that are screwing it over for people and there's a lot of people out there i, I don't i think there's a huge still a mm-hmm. decent amount of people out there working and doing what they got to do and surviving and they're thinking that their their lives are being impinged upon. You know what I mean? Um, but in mm-hmm. reality, we're all being impinged upon. And some have it worse. Some people had it worse before this thing. You know what I mean? And like, it, 
I just don't like people that they don't they don't look at the whole picture. They just look at a bubble. You know what I mean? And they, they, like I I understand where you're coming from with your life. I think you understand where I'm coming from in most cases with my life. You know what I mean? Like we all have our, our our differences and issues. I got my child. I got my girl. I got my mom in New York. I got my sister in New York with her child that I worry about. I got, we all have like um. And I don't want to belittle anybody by saying it like that. You know what I mean? Because I'm not. I'm just saying we all have our issues. You know what I mean? But some people just got it way worse than others. You know what I mean? And 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 a lot of people don't take that serious. They're like, well, stop whining. Pull up. Like my favorite word. Pull up your bootstraps. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like everything's gonna be a okay. It's like bullshit. And like it doesn't work that way, man. I wish it was. Cause then you know then I would know. That, that the people I care about are okay. I know a lot of family members and friends that I can't even imagine what they're going through right now. You know what I mean? Like, because I know they're not working or they're not doing what they have to do. And, and some of them are moving in back up with their family and, and putting their family at risk because they have to still do certain things and live with their family who are older now. And, you know, you know some people are lucky, man. Like you said, people are able to work from home they even uh, we talked about that too, right? About how the now the freaking cities and states are trying to tax people for working at home. Did you hear about that? Like they're, they're, an idea, they're, but nobody. It doesn't seem like I. I didn't see any follow up on that. Did I saw you see something, something. I saw something recently. I don't know if it's like an update or not. I gotta double check it. The about Jersey or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I, I think it was with the double tax thing. Like if you live in New Jersey and work in New York, or or vice versa. I think it is. I'm not sure. But now you're working from home. Um, now you have to get like taxed differently because you're working from home or whatever. Like they want that money instead of the money. Well, that, that they makes. You know, like the. the well, it's because they they're trying to tax. They're trying to actually tax the business itself, and that's the thing is that it's not instead of like New Jersey can't tax New York. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. New Jersey can't tax New York's businesses and vice versa. So you end up taxing the employee, which is the worst part of the. In- income tax system but you're working um, at home though what kills me is you're creating less they're still working emissions. for a company that's i understand still working but, for a company but, so but your money that the money that you're making from the let's say you work in new york you're making that money from new york you're bringing it back here new york is getting your tax money you're getting your tax returns whatever process that is right yeah i think you have to still file taxes here anyway right but now they want the yep. new york money we'll instead see. they want to get new york's money and the money that they're getting in taxes, supposedly that's how I, I, I understood it. And I'm like, dude, you're not traveling, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. Like, let a person live, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, 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 they're using their own resources, and they're not putting, you know, uh, a hindrance on the roads. They're not driving the roads. They're not, they're, you know, they might be, they're, they're still paying the bills that they got to pay. It's just, to me, it's just like, the the, the priorities are stupid. You know what I mean? I think that, I get it. You want I think to you're t- actually saying that they need they need pay. You're talking about changing the tax system. That's they, they need more change. of changing the tax system. But I mean, like they're they they're, they're they're changing it because now you get to work from home. You know what I mean? Like they they they're saying that New York shouldn't get any money. That's what I think that from what I was interpreting it as, that New York shouldn't get any money from um, the taxes because you're doing everything from New Jersey now, even though you work in New York. And I'm like, I don't understand that. I don't I don't get like how that's like a, a legitimate case to take the money. From, I don't know. 
It's just uh, just their priorities, you know. They, they, I think they said, oh, you know why they said that they were trying to do it because uh, New Jersey's um economy screwed up. Like they they owe a lot of money, the economy that uh, of New Jersey, like the the uh, you know they made a lot of bad decisions in the government, New Jersey government or whatever it is, the state's government, and um they're trying to like find ways of like mix you know doing things and the little money that they would even get. It's like a uh, drop in a bucket, basically. So it's like for them to even do it. I don't know. Are you trying to look it up, or yeah, it's a Bloomberg article. I'm gonna have to read it some yeah, other yeah. time. I, mean, I don't want to. I guess I say I don't want to get too much into it. I just think like prioritizing. One of those things just, where I was trying to read it. And I yeah. I got to put up against a wall, an ad wall. Yeah, I, I, I it gets me sick that I just think the prior they're prioritizing all the wrong things and right now. They need to throw all the money at the people. Everybody in this country, get us back on our feet so we can rebuild this country. Now's the time. Like they said, we can't do, do a Green New Deal, this, that. They had us locked up for two months. Like we said before, the sky was beautiful. The air was clean. Everything was looking beautiful, right? Like I was like, wow, man. Like they said the carbon, um, the, 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 the air quality was like a thousand times better, like like way more than it, like they've ever seen, like like reverting to a different, you know what I mean? I was like, if that's the freaking case, that just shows and proves that it's possible. You know what I mean? We survived that. You know what I mean? So I don't understand why we couldn't do that. I said years ago, why don't people work from home? I don't understand why people need to be, I understand for certain security reasons with certain companies, you keep certain things in-house, but the rest of it, people can work from home. We're working at, you're at your house, I'm at my house, right? We're, we're doing some kind of work, right? Like why can't it be? Why can't it be done that way? That it's 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 all BS, man. It's all I don't know. I mean, to be fair, only certain jobs can be done that way. Um, we both don't yeah. have jobs that can. Well, you can kind of. You it depends if you if you shift your your work. But uh, right now, you can't. You have to still go out to different houses and stuff like that. I mean, my um, goal is to for do me. This. Yeah, I'm saying my goal is to, to, to help with the live streaming stuff and whatever else. You can even assist me if we set things up correctly where you could do remote work. There's ways of doing it. Like I could get a, a Blackmagic, um, I forget the name of the I need, thing for it. I'm going to say it. I need I need contact. I like, I, I, part of the love of my work is interacting with people. Yeah. Um, you can't make a film, you can't make TV, you can't make you can make a smaller production with less people, but you still need people to do it. And they, mm. they really are the, they, it keeps me going as a human being. I, I know that I, I just know that that's like how a lot of people are. They're just, they can't just work at home. Like I, I'm, I'm also saying, saying that they should. Out, though. Out. Eventually you can go out though. You know, I'm not talking about forever. You can have a job where you're at home, but you could also still go out once this COVID thing is over. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not saying just everybody stay home, not socialize. You know what I mean? Like if if like you could find a business that could work from home. Let's say you had kids or or, or something else in your life that 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 would it would make you make it easier and more financially feasible for you to work from home. You know, but yet they want you to come into the office and pay for day, daycare and do this and that. You know what I mean? To me, it, it makes absolutely no sense. You know, it's it's not only hindering your performance because you're getting less sleep and you're doing a lot more to make things happen, but 
you can still go out and party and do whatever once this COVID stuff is done. You can still socialize. You can still get to get to have get togethers. You can still have people over. You know what I mean? You could go out and still film if you want to, as long as it doesn't conflict with what, what you're doing. And like I said, it's a choice. You don't have to even have a job like that. But I'm saying like in general, it could get to that point or should have gotten to that point for a lot of people where they're going into the office doing what they're doing, then they're going back home. They, they take, they spend three hours in transportation. So I know people that come from Pennsylvania all the way to New York every day. You know what I mean? Like, like the, what the hell for? Like, like when you have technology that doesn't, you know what I mean? And they're realizing it now that with this COVID stuff, it's all this stuff could be manageable. We got Zoom. We got. I just all these don't. I I don't want to. I don't want to lower the, I, the value of work, though. The value of work for people, mm-hmm. is, and sometimes a lot of it is. I guess I I have it from a different perspective because the the work that I see people doing now is interpersonal work. Maybe that's mm-hmm. just the con the contrast of being at home all the time now. Mm-hmm. You know, like what I see is people working at the bodega. I see people working sanitation. I see people working mail. Um, workings that are like still interpersonal react interactions. Uh, I don't know if you can just make that all feasible in a structure of not contacting. I, look, I think that people should have not contacted each other for months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we should have started in March of last year. Yeah. Um, from from March 11th on, I think we should have already done that. But yeah. I'm just worried that we're in a weird, we're just in a weird situation where we can't, we don't live in a system that will allow for that to be the status quo for another yeah. six months. I think we can only, unless there's a sharp incline, um, it keeps inclining. If it keeps inclining, then we're talking about something else completely, because that means and then the pandemic is not coming down, and then we have we have to shut down. Yeah. I mean, that's just the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, like like if we would have taken our big boy pill a long time ago, right? If we would have done the right thing a long time ago, I think we would have been in a better. If we would have had competent uh, politicians at the end of the day, let's put it that way. We didn't have Trump spewing. It's safe. It's this. It's that. You know what I mean? Like we would be in a better place, I think. You know, by now. But because he's an idiot, and um, you know, I'm sorry if anybody watching the show is a Trump fan. You know, I, I'm not against you. I'm not against Republicans. I'm not against. Why not? Uh, I'm not against any. What happened? <laughs> what happened? What you said? Said why not? No, I don't want. I'm. To, one, I don't, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm more against, adversarial about that one. Look, look, look. My, I, I try to. I try to be open-minded because I think it's as as counterproductive trying to be negative off the bat. When I start seeing I'm 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 talking to a wall, then I'm like, okay, I'm done with you. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 how I feel with Trump and a lot of his um, you know, the cult side of his crew. I'm not going to say the people that support the Republican Party because some people just support the party and they're doing that because Trump was the you know the head of the party. Then whatever, but. You know, in regard, and I, I don't even like little that, belittle that too, because if, it says a lot to support a racist. But at the end of the day, like if you want your party to win, and you have like certain things, like you know, supposedly, um, you know, um, the the whole um, uh, pro life thing and everything else. All right, I understand. You have certain things in your life that you want to, uh, you know, you feel like that's that's the way you live. Okay, cool, whatever. Did you want to support that? Whatever. But at the end of the day. 
you know, we all need to take our big boy pills and we all need to, 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 to do the right things. And we had incompetent people spewing nonsense and then catching COVID of all things, right? Which I don't even know if Trump really even got it. You know, to be totally honest, there's a lot of people that that doubt the, you know, fact. He got that, it. Um, you think he, he really he, got he, it? He, he went to the hospital. Yeah, he went to the hospital. He certainly got it. He did. He got also all of the best. He got all the best preventative care afterwards. Yeah. Like he got all of the the best care. You don't think that was there. a publicity stunt? You don't think it's no, possible? I don't. If somebody offered somebody it's possible, a, a but I don't. Dollars, I just I just I'll think give that, you a million dollars, no, dog. Then I'm like. I don't know, man. I don't put it past anything. I didn't. I, I, I didn't. When I saw what they did to Bernie during the freaking primaries, I was like, "Yo, that's some shady shit." You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry, man. That was some shit. Something shady went down. I don't know what it was, but something shady definitely went down with Bernie. So I look at it like with there's politicians. A ton of, there's a lot. You need to like, watch City is so real. You gotta I, watch City is so real. You gotta. You got to see how corrupt a lot of jurisdictions are. I mean, this is this is old old hat politics. What they did was they bum rushed Bernie with everybody everybody else. It yeah, it yeah. happens in Chicago politics all the time, where basically yeah. one candidate will then push a bunch of other other candidates under the board and be like, "Hey, if you don't if you help me, I'll help you in the next cycle." Yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of what I think happened was. I'll help you in the next cycle because I am Biden is the most uh, known non-Obama person. (laughs) Maybe Hillary Clinton is slightly well more known, but a little bit notorious. So that's just my opinion about it. Honestly, I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter if it was a, um, if he made it up, it doesn't matter because the publicity stunt only works if it affected the people like his own constituency. It it's not going to like soften his image. It wasn't going to get him reelected. You, you know what I'm that, saying? You don't think in his little crazy mind, like like even like with all the election stuff he's still pulling and everything in his little crazy mind he thinks that somehow it's gonna benefit him. I don't I don't I don't know, man. I just found a lot of that coincidental. I think Giuliani got it. I really definitely think Giuliani had gotten it. But um I, I mean, there was just a sea of people who got it. There's a yeah, sea of yeah, people. They yeah. they all were in the same places, so it makes sense to me. The only person that I really, really, really know that it was Christy that I feel like, <laughs> like he was like, "Yo, that's that joint is real." <laughs> like he, he kept the 100. He was like, "Put your mask on." Like he kept it real, you know. I don't know if he for whatever mm-hmm. reason, like how it affected him politically, but uh, Christy was the realist when it was like, "Yo." No jokes. Maybe because he's overweight and he was afraid that it was going to kill him or something. He got scared out of his mind and he was like, okay, I'm going to have to be honest about this one. But, um, so, you know, it takes that. I think with Trump, like you said, like if he did have it, he didn't feel like his life was threatened at any point. Or, you know, he felt like indestructible for whatever reason. But um, I don't know. That's crazy. Anyway, I, I know you want to wind down. It's getting kind of late, right? You know what I mean? But yep. uh, every, everything's so, good with you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just yep. saying if you're so, anything else. So thank you. Oh, no, I'm that's sorry. it. That's I don't have anything else. No, I don't have anything else. So so thank you for joining us at Growth Mindset. Please like and subscribe uh, to our videos. Uh, follow us on Twitch, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, we'll talk again soon.
definitely. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, guys.